Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hello once again, everybody, and welcome to the show. Hurricanes Rewind, Joe Zagacki. We'll talk University of Miami basketball. Coming up with Hurricanes head coach Jim Laranega and Katie Meyer. An impressive win by the University of Miami over Syracuse. Let's begin our show with our conversation with University of Miami head coach Jim Laranega. Coach, oh, what a great night, right from the from the kid who sung the national anthem, from the track team, to the crowd, to the final result. Oh, yeah, it was a, a special night at the Watsco Center, Joe. And uh, a lot has to do with our student support right now. Uh, the number of students that showed up for last night's game, they packed the place. And our, our season ticket holders, they were all uh, given a – a game worth cheering for. Uh, I thought our players played very hard and very well. Uh, I thought the crowd was really into it. And uh, Syracuse played their part. They played a terrific game. The big guy, Jesse Edwards, had another career high against us. He had a career high last year against us and a career high last night. But the Hurricanes were able to hold on and come away with the victory. Coach, what a game in turn in terms of uh, uh, in terms of one the drama and two the the twists and turns and the decisions that had to be made in that game, especially by you and your staff, considering that there uh, was a lot of foul trouble. Uh, there were different matchups uh, trying to uh, get to different matchups and uh, a lot of adjustments. Uh, what an exhausting, exhilarating game! Yeah, I, you know, there are two things I tell the players almost every day, Joe, and certainly before every game. There are two things I really do not like. That the one thing is on offense. Don't turn the ball over. Turnovers lead to fast breaks for the other team and have a hard time guarding those. The second is fouling. Don't foul. We can't defend a free throw shooter. And it's too easy to make a free throw and team shoot, you know, anywhere from 65% to 85% during a game. Oh, you put them on the foul line a lot, they're going to make a lot of free throws, and that's hard to overcome. In fact, we got fouled a lot last year, uh, last night, and we won the game based on yeah. the number of free throws we made. Yeah, incredible free throw shooting, uh, 25 for 28 last night. Yeah, and, you know, so – when we get guys in foul trouble in the first half, whether it's Norshad or last night it was Isaiah, uh, it, you know, we've had games where, where Nigel picked up a couple of early fouls. You know, it's not that we can't play well without them. It's that they're leaders on our team. You know, we need them out there to set it, the example of how hard you have to play and how aggressive you have to be. you got to always be on the attack. And those guys, whether it's Isaiah on the perimeter attacking off the bounce, whether it's Nigel shooting threes or Norshad inside dunking the ball and jump hooking it in the basket and getting rebounds and block shots, 
we need to keep those guys on the floor at least 30 minutes a game. Hurricanes made 16 out of, or rather 15 out of 16 free throws in the second half. That's clutch. Coach, you're down 10. Your defense becomes very aggressive. And then on offense, you took the ball right at Syracuse. You weren't in the bonus, but you scored seven out of nine points from the free throw line. That closed the game to 61-58 with eight minutes to go. Well, when you play against Syracuse, you know Coach Beheim's going to have his team very well prepared to play his 2-3 zone. And for our listening audience, who, who let, let's explain the differences. Man-to-man means you're assigned one guy, and you're to guard him. And sometimes you might have to switch with a fellow teammate. In the zones, you're not guarding a man, you're guarding an area your zone. And in Syracuse's case, what they do is they put a guy uh, at the top of the key on the right side, a guy at the top of the key on the left side, and then a guy toward the left corner toward the, and one on toward the right corner, and then one in the middle. And they, they hover the three-point line trying to limit your three-point shots. And if you go inside – uh, their center, Jesse Edwards, is 6'11", 230 pounds, with a 7'6 wingspan. <laughs> He's the number four shot blocker in the country, and, and Syracuse overall is number two in the country in shot blocking and number one in the ACC. So if you go inside, you're going to face the big fella. So you have to have balance in your attack. You have to shoot some threes, which their perimeter players are really trying to prevent. And then you got to get it inside and go against the big guy, hoping he's not going to block your shot. And thank goodness we were really able to do both. We have several different zone offenses, Joe. We started out running one. We adjusted and ran something else. And then even went to a third offense in the second half. So, And each of them was somewhat effective. The one we stayed with the most uh, has Jordan Miller in the middle and us getting him the ball and then him making decisions. And he made great decisions. He scored, and he also dished it out for seven assists. So that's, that's a great performance by Jordan. Yeah, 13 points, 6 out of 14 from the floor, seven assists. Uh, you made seven three-pointers. Nigel Pack made five of them in your office before the game. You told me, I think Nigel Pack's going to have a big game. He had one three-pointer from Coconut Grove. Yeah, Nigel, very much like D.J. Vasilovich was when D.J. was here, are great standstill three-point shooters. They don't need a lot of space, but they get their space, their separation from the defense by just backing up. So the University of Miami logo, the U, is toward midcourt. It's, it's the center jump circle. It, it straddles the circle. And, you know, what Nigel does, if the defense comes out, he backs up a little bit and tries to create some separation. Last night, Syracuse gave him some late threes, and they were critical. One that pulled us within three, 71-68. And another one, I think, gave us the lead. So Nigel had a big night for us. How important is Harlan Beverly becoming, and how proud are you of his recovery? 
I love what he's done. Just love it. Because you talk about, and I tell the players this all the time, life is full of adversity. And you got to figure out a way to overcome it. We tell, tell all the guys, you have to have a positive attitude. Life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you react to it. Harlan Beverly, last year and the year before, was struggling with back issues. He went all through his sophomore season with back issues, and he played up until like this time, mid-January, and then he shut it down. Last year, he couldn't even go. He had surgery on his back and sat out the whole season. When he came back, Harlan's about uh, maybe 6'5 or 6'6 with very good athletic ability. But when he came back, he weighed about 215, and that was about 15 to 20 pounds heavier than he had been as a freshman. So he needed to get himself on a diet. Well, diet, he needed to just eat better and exercise more because when the back was was surgically repaired, he had a rest and let let the the rehab take place. That's months and months and months of, of, of rehab. And so he was out of shape. His freshman year, he was winning all the races because he's very fast. And then when he finally came back in September and was running, he was dead last on the team. And I just told him, hey, you don't get better overnight. You're not going to be in shape for a while. So just take your time. Don't re-injure yourself. And all through September, October, and even November, Joe, he was just finally – getting back in shape where he can run and jump like a healthy guy. Mm-hmm. And now in this last month, he's, he's been terrific coming in off the bench, really doing a great job defensively on the opponent's top guard. And then offensively, he's had some big nights like he did against NC State early in the year and last night against Syracuse. We'll have more of Coach L right after this. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.